What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Krista B., one half of those wrestling girls. And I am with the newest addition to the TWG family, Pablo to Dawn. And today we are here because Pablo and I came up with this idea to inform me and those just like me about, wow, the, the all-women's wrestling promotion. And I'm just so excited that they said yes, because I need to know about WOW. And I feel like those who don't know will definitely learn some some new things from this promotion. So, Pablo, I want to say thank you for indulging on this um, new adventure with me, because I personally don't know anything about WOW. Only, <laughs> only that AJ Lee was like named the, the, big, per, the big boss behind it in a sense um but yeah so thank you this content is exclusively going to be on our patreon account so y'all you guys have to make sure you have subscribed to our patreon to listen to it but thank you because i know you're a big wow fan and i was like i had to reach out to you to see if you was willing to do this with me no i'm a massive wow fan wow is probably one of my favorite promotions i mean i really think i caught on to it during the pandemic and I actually saw someone else's video on YouTube that was talking about how great it was. And I was like, all right, all right, let me check it out. And then I found out it was on like local listings. Like you can catch it most times on the CW. And uh, if it's not there, then they upload the full episodes of each episode to YouTube for free. So like you can catch, wow, is super accessible. Um, and even now they're running shots on Vice at night, like later yeah. they're running shots on Vice. So wow, super accessible for people. Um, and you can go pretty far back and watch like a pretty big chunk of wow wrestling just through the YouTube and through vice. So, um, yeah, I like, like I said, one of my favorite promotions, all women, they don't call them superstars or divas. They're called superheroes, which I thought was kind of cool. That is so dope. Um, and it's just a really good promotion and it. And I will say like, if you like watching people develop, you'll like, wow. Cause it's not. They do have big names come in, like an ODB or like uh, AJ Lee or someone bigger that like has tenure in wrestling. But it's a lot of younger coming up women in wrestling, which I think is dope. Diversify the field, give us some new names, new faces to get used to, and it's just a good promo. It's a good promotion to me. It's a great promotion. Well, I love that. I came across Wow, like you said, it was on Vice. Um, I actually fell asleep during Magnum TA's um, Dark Side of the Ring. And when I woke up to turn the TV off, I saw these amazing twins, the Tonga twins. And yeah. they were they were wrestling Sweet Heat or is Sweet Heat? Yeah, Sweet Heat. <laughs> okay. Miami so, Sweet Heat. Yes, for the tag team championships. And I'm just like, who are these women? And oh my gosh, I have access to WOW. And I really just can't be more happy about it but then i also forget that it comes on on a tuesday and i just be drained and i know tuesday is only the second day of the work week but i just be drained and i'd be trying to stay up to watch um but the, the from what i've seen i'm i like it i'm very very intrigued to learn more about wow and everything that's been going on there so this new series is called schooling and it's all because pablo will be schooling me on wow the inception of wow it's wrestlers and also throwing some gems that myself and maybe a lot of you have not did not know and then i will also be coming back with some homework 
So being that we already planned this, I did my homework for the week. Period. Which is, we're going to talk about the one and only G.I. Jane. Yes. (laughs) Wait, I want to know. How did you get into G.I. Jane? But wait, what do you want to know? I do want to know what your first impressions were, just based off the one clip I sent you. (laughs) First of all. How about not even a clip? Can we just get into this picture real quick? Can we just get into this picture? Because, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, she legit. Gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous. Like, I really thought that she was like a model. No, legit. I was like, where is she from? Like, what is this? Is some ethereal type energy right now. So and like, I love you? it. No, like who created you? Um, no, G.I. Jane, I that was like the first person I saw when I first caught it on the CW, like in 2022, I want to say. Like when I caught it on CW in 2022, I just saw this dark-skinned, bald, like beautiful black woman. I was like, who is this? And they were like, G.I. Jane. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, is this like a Sergeant Slaughter dupe? And then I realized, like, nah, she's adding her own character to it. She's like a sheer powerhouse. I don't know how tall that woman is. She's she's to me the way they present her. She looks like she's over six foot. Yeah, she. Does. And then I was like, okay, let me check out. Let me check out a little map match, whatever. Dude, like, just an absolute powerhouse. And like right now, she's like mainly tag teaming with another person called the Disciplinarian, the disciplinarian which which yeah. goes really really well. With the whole like drill sergeant disciplinarian, like they care, she carries around a paddle, and like her manager is a school teacher, the disciplinarian. So they like work well together, but their faces, they're not even heels, they're faces. So it's like, how have y'all managed to spin this? And like I said, she's she's a really good like powerhouse, like just gorilla pressing, power slamming. It reminds me a lot of like Braun Strowman mm-hmm. type energy. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's making it her own. She's, like, yelling at them. Like, she's an actual drill sergeant. Like, she's just, like, like, I just love her. I don't know what it is. And they don't really, like, they cut promos, but not too, too often. So, like, I checked out her little 20-second info clip thing that they have on her YouTube. And it makes me giggle. Because, like, she just yells the whole time as if she were a drill sergeant. It's the funniest shit. Oh, and, wow. like, I just liked her, like, aura and personality. And I liked her look more than anything. I was like, this is unique. We haven't really gotten this in wrestling. I don't even know. Aside from like Serena Deeb and Molly Holly, have we even gotten any bald bald women who wrestle seriously and it's not like a part of a storyline to lose their hair? They're just yeah, there. No. So I'm like, this is the first of that even. And I'm like, this is so dope. Like I, I just love it. And I and um she was just I just instantly was drawn to her. Like and I thought her matches were good. Like I thought what I saw from her was really, really good. And I think she's gonna end up becoming like a breakout single star. I think so too. Like the from the clip that you you sent me, her match against the mother truckers. Yeah. Um, oh wait, are they really mother and daughter? Yes. Oh my god. Yes, okay. they really are. The mother okay. truckers are I'm really like, mother uh, and daughter. Betty looking tight. Is this a gimmick? Is this, you know, like I didn't know, but um, their match against the mother truckers, like you said, she's a powerhouse. She just came out. You know she comes out. She means business. She's no nonsense. And I promise you, I did not want to go down a G.I. Jane wormhole because we would have been sitting here all day. We would have been rescheduling this because I'd have been like, nope, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to talk about it <laughs> because I'm just stuck on this. But um, she is amazing. Like, from what I said, although she did lose that match. Yes, they did. The they mother did truckers win. are good wrestlers. They're heels, but they're good. 
But, and everybody loves them from the clip. Like everybody was like team mother truckers and not not team disciplinarian and um GI Jane. Yeah, it's like the crowd in that <coughs> in that <coughs> sorry. Mm-hmm. And that match go back and forth because like they don't like Betty, but they like uh I can't think of her name right now, but they like her partner. But like they also don't like GI Jane and uh the disciplinarian so there was like moments where they were faces moments where they were heels but i think they're trying to position them in general as faces even though like or i see a split coming because i think gi jane's getting more over as a face and the disciplinarian mainly because of her manager who is Mm -hmm. like this school teacher-esque type woman um is such a heel and she gets involved in all the matches and stuff so i think they're trying to work on a split of some sort but like the matches would it was good like it was good i thought it was worked really well like the whole um you can tell they were working heel in that because they were bumping and feeding the entire time uh they really dominated the first half and then the mother truckers come out of nowhere and just start beating them up so yeah. it's like <clears throat> they're the, gi jane is just like i said it's like a spectacle when i see her like it's just like who is this you're interesting. I want to know more. Tell me more. Give me more about her. I want a promo. Give me something. It's like you can't look away once you see her. Yeah, she's she is the main attraction. She is the main right. character. It was I was just like, yo, this woman, one, she's beautiful. Two, she's literally stand like she's so statuesque. Like you said, she, she clean shaved head, like bald head, beautiful, not using anything to define her, and she can wrestle. Like she's literally the epitome epitome of what we want to see in wrestlers. And then it brings me back to, oh, her and Bianca Belair or her and the Charlotte Flair. Because like you can see, like for me, I can see her going to the top and wrestling those top superstars, even her and Jay Cargill. Like these are dream matches. And for a while to not get the proper recognition or because of like the time slot it comes on or people may not have access to it. Now you guys know you can go on YouTube and yep. see their their matches, but that's amazing. So let's go back a little bit. Do you mm-hmm. know like when WoW was established, who the owner is, how did it come together? Yeah. Like, who me all on that part? So WoW has actually been around since 2001. Okay. And as WoW, but David McLean, who started and owned Glow, owns wow or he did and glow is what wow what turned into wow so it it was it's literally glow but they just rebranded it to wow and then they sold it off a few years ago to the owner of the lakers genie bus who's been wanting to get into wrestling yes genie bus is the owner of wow now um and her and david kind of have this partnership but genie owns majority of it and um yeah it's G- it's genie bus the the daughter of the owner of the primetime lakers who now just owns the lakers herself because uh he passed away is who is running wow these days and has made it a point i think she's probably one of the best business owners in wrestling right now because i think what you see a lot of owners who are in wrestling is they try to interject themselves um even if they don't necessarily know too much and i'm definitely talking about like billy corgan um from nwa and and even in his days jeff jared at global force and tna vince mcmahon even tony like genie is like 
I own this. I want to like promote this. I want to be a part of this, but I am fine with admitting I know nothing really about this. And I want people around me who know more and live this life than I do. I just know business. Y'all know wrestling. And I love that aspect because it gives no ego. Um, It gives, let me let the professionals do the professional work. And I think that's why wow works. Like you have her making the smart business decisions, but you have people like an AJ Lee ODB. Uh, I think Mickey James has been part of it in some, some iteration, not wrestling, but backstage being like, okay, here's the wrestling portion. You do the business. We do the wrestling. Let me show you how to promote this. Um, and I think that's, what's made it so cool. So wow really had its initial run from like 2000 to 2001 on like broadcasted, uh, television, like syndicated TV. And they did one pay-per-view and then, um, he actually, David McLean, tried to get Gene Simmons from Kiss to go into partnership with him back in 2002. And that kind of fell apart. I think um, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, they wanted to revive it, but that kind of fell apart. And then in 2011, they started airing uh, syndicated um, episodes on like an ABC affiliate back out in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then in 2012, that's when Jeannie Buss comes in. And then that's when they started airing on the CW. And then that's when in 2014, they started doing more digital content. So that's when they started doing stuff for YouTube. So if you go back, if you go to the wild page, you'll see stuff from like 2014, 2015 for YouTube. Like you'll, you can go see a lot of the people who have come through there. And then I believe it was in, let me double check. I think it was like in 2021, uh, AJ joined as a executive producer and color commentator. Um, and now they're on, um, Pluto TV and they're on the CW app and um, like they're airing episodes via Paramount too. So like you can really get. Wait, Wow's on Paramount Plus. Yes, you can get episodes of Wow on Paramount Plus too. That's it. Um, I got the app. That's it. Yes. We watching. Um, Yeah. It's like it, it, they're really expanding. And then um, it's the highest rated show outside of the big four which is wwe aew impact and new japan so it gets more ratings than nwa more ratings than C- uh, gcw more than pwg anything that has like an online presence it's it's number one outside of the big four if you will um which i think is crazy considering not crazy but like dope considering it's all women yeah like all women i was gonna ask like what do you think needs to happen for wow to be a part of the big four or have it changed to be the big five because if we're ready if women are already drawing these numbers on their own technically standing independently what do you think needs to happen like how do you think the conversation needs to come up for wow to be considered and the the levels of wwe aew roh new japan pro i think they have to one figure out a more robust developmental system because right now it's kind of like everyone on the card like like i said you have bigger names like an odb aj come in do shots whatever but so many of them are new and green and they still get these opportunities online i think like there has to be some sort of split between okay these are people that are developing versus these are like our players right here right and i think with that you take the people who are like players 
and you start trying to contract a Brit Baker. You start trying to contact contract these people that are big in the Indies or big in AEW, big in New Japan to come in. You get you a Mercedes. You get you a Trinity. You get those people to come in and do shots there as well. And then you send your people over to those promotions to kind of introduce it. I think the way that AEW and New Japan have formed a partnership, I would love to see AEW form with WOW. Um, because I think both of their rosters benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, WOW would benefit from the star power coming from a a AEW, like a Brit, Jamie Hayter, uh, Jade, things like that. And then AEW would uh, benefit from having new faces with um, their own storylines going on that they can interject and have this working relationship with. And even then you take someone like a sky blue or Kiara Hogan or something like that. You, you can send them down to wow and really work and they get screen time. That's what a lot of the women's division suffers from. You don't, I I think it's uh, one of those things where people is like, Oh, she's green. She doesn't know how to work a hard cam, blah, blah, blah. They, that's a thing across all of AEW right now um, is where like these people aren't getting enough airtime and it's like, okay, well you have a promotion like, wow, that's producing weekly content for YouTube. It is airtime. There's a hard cam. You can send some of your performers that you would like to build up in AEW to wow, to get just more uh, used to working. Right. And then, bring them back. And then you bring up some wow people with you. Like, it's like you take these people that are already good at working a camp, bring them to AEW and take the people in AEW who need some more practice, need some more time working and you send them to wow. So they get those reps in. I think it's all about reps. So I think like that could be beneficial. I think having some of them go to Japan and work a spot would be better. Japan's got probably the most robust women's division there is. So having some of them be over, be, to be able to go over there and work with a Kyrie or work with a, um, God, I can't think of Aja Kong, uh, work with those people. Like re- it's reps, it's reps in front yeah. of people and while films in front of a live studio audience. So re- it's re- it's all about reps. And I think Where it's just been that is the question I have not been able to figure out actually, uh, where they shoot their shows from. It looks like it looks like they used to do it out in California and it looks like they probably still do, which would make sense considering Jeannie Buss owns the team. So somewhere out in Inglewood seems to be where they're at. Um, and I think that's a good landscape for them to be in because, LA so big, you can get mm-hmm. random people to come to those shows. Um, and I think that's what kind of keeps the door turning there is like, you've got kind of like, you're in a big city, you're bankrolled by a billion dollar person. Um, so it has the same potential as an AEW. You've got the money backing, you've got the setup and design, you've got the the career wrestlers there that you need to help push this thing forward. And you've got women who want to work. And I think that's why it is is the number one thing outside of the big four right now. Yeah. Um, I do like the points that you've made about them branching out and bringing their girls over to other um, promotions. And because you, you build that audience with them. You feel like if somebody doesn't know anything about GI Jane or the disciplinarian or the Tonga twins or sweet heat, um, sweet Miami sweet heat or whomever they just know oh yeah aj lee's there but how do we access it how do we or you know get to a point to where i want to sit here and watch it now i know there are a lot of wild fans out there for sure um but also um there aren't enough conversations about it 
No, not at all. I think it's a thing that's indicative of just women's wrestling in general. There just isn't enough conversation around it. Like, I think we hit a point when Becky Lynch came up, like Becky Lynch was the face of WWE at one point, Mm -hmm. like the face in an era where Roman couldn't get it done. And there was no one else that really could aside from maybe Seth, but Seth was going down with injury, things like that. And they had to keep relying on Brock and and Goldberg to kind of like do something. Becky stepped up. And I think that was the opportunity to really put the like pedal to the metal on women's wrestling. And I don't think it's like bygone or missed by any chance, any shot, but I do think that it has to be a conscious concerted effort. And the only person that I see making that right now in any of the landscapes, aside from new Japan with Mercedes coming in is Shawn Michaels in NXT. Mm-hmm. and what he does with the women's division down there because they've consistently had the best women's storylines period in the industry True. period True. uh whether that's with like Gigi Dolan uh when they had Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction like that was good stuff it was and I think like if there was some way where WoW could connect with WWE or AEW and figure this whole thing out women's wrestling would be a little bit more further than where it is. And it really could, it really could and can capitalize off the back of what Becky did. I agree. And I just, it just sucks that it's still like a work in progress that we still have to progress to get to. Yeah. It still feels like an afterthought Mm -hmm. instead of a afterthought, especially after the women's evolution and everything that happened in WWE and everything that happened and other sports for women like that happened and it was like a quick hot take and then once it cooled down it was just like okay we're yeah. all trying to get a dust in and a sprinkling and it's so odd because i feel like the demand was there like when people found out they weren't bringing back evolution people were like why yeah why not? like this is good where is i i don't know if they're still running it but like where's the may young classic at like where what are we what's going on like we had this momentum and then it kind of just like got deprioritized during the pandemic, which made no sense to me because like women, like a lot of people herald Oscar as the pandemic princess. Like she carried WWE's women division throughout the pandemic. So I'm just like, where is the, the zest and the love from the fans are still there. Why is the corporate not doing the same? And I think the same can be said in AEW, like Brit has such a moment. She was so big and so over anywhere you go. People are still saying DMD. Where where are we going with this? Like like, that, that lights out unsanctioned match with Thunder Rosa was so great. Where like cool. And it just feels like we took a back seat. And even, even though we got like amazing matches, amazing superstars come out of retirement, like Soraya, just like, all right, like you got to keep building. And like Soraya isn't going to be an everyday player. So you can't build a division around someone who literally cannot fight week in and week out. So like, what are we going to do? And like, it's one of those things where it's like, they're trying. And I think, you know, the best chance like AEW has right now is with Chris Statlander beating Jade. Chris Statlander is the horse you got to ride home, but are they going to book her right? And can she stay healthy? Cause she's been injured pretty frequently in her run. So it's like, it's there. All the foundations, all the things we need for a successful women's takeover is there. But are we investing enough time and energy on a corporate end to give the fans the top tier type of storylines that like the bloodline gets or that like the elite are getting right now in Black right. People Combat Club? Are we investing? And the answer is just no. And I sometimes I wonder if it's because of the way creative works in those companies 
uh, one being all, all things go through Triple H slash Vince from his computer at home, and the other one, all things go through Tony Khan, who like, don't get me wrong, AEW has been great, but at the end of the day, it's just a mark booking the show, not like a... Yeah, Tony yeah. Khan doesn't, I feel like he doesn't know what he's doing. No. And this is not to say like, because of how I feel about AEW, it's just from a, a fan's perspective, when you promote, this is why I was really happy that AEW was coming out back in 2019, when they promoted how well they were diversifying the women's division, how they were going to do all these things with the women, how yeah. they were going to take the women to a whole nother level, and then AEW comes about, and it falls flat as this champion for however many um months or years now and everything else kind of kind of falls flat like i feel like after that Britt baker thunder rosa match which was amazing where Britt had that that famous now viral picture of the blood coming blood yeah it just really kind of fell flat because you had uh brit on one side and jade on the next side and it was just like, who's going to sit here? You, ha- It was great to see Nyla Rose um, in the very beginning. And that was yeah. just like, okay, where is she? Where happened to Sunny Kiss? We had Sunny Kiss and everybody was like, yo. Legit. This, where's- she was now crazy. Where's- now where's Sunny Kiss? Um, yeah. We had cameos. We had def- we had Ariane come and do her little cameo thing. Yeah, it was um, good at first. But- where did she go? Then she came back to Rumble, and it's like, okay, so what what's happening here? It's like they don't keep the consistency. And what mm-hmm. I like about Wow, like you, as you was explaining to me previously, is like they keep that consistency for the women. Like they literally keep it moving and going, and are working their hardest to continue to expand the talent of their women. Absolutely. I mean, like the Tonga twins are like, I think an example of that, like, yo, that to me, they're like, this is the Usos, but like women. And like, it's what I think people thought we were going to get with like a Nia Jax and Tamina teaming up in WWE. Like the Tonga twins are that, are actually that. And it's so dope to see like just a different representation. Like I said, you've got so many different people who I'm sure we'll discuss a lot more about them. Miami Sweet Heat, who are cool. The Mother Truckers, who are like ODB, basically like trailer park type energy. Uh, you've got people like G.I. Jane, and and you've got people like uh, The Beast, who we'll talk about. And like all these different, just different types of women showing up that I think is super dope. You even got someone out there that's basically doing a Max Caster dupe, uh, BK Rhythm. She's a woman and she's like a rapper. Uh, and she raps at, during all her 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 uh, shots. So it's like you've got this diverse group of women who can all go for sure and and like deserve more shine. And it's just like the bigger companies. I don't know if they want to ignore it or they just don't want to give it the proper credit or they're just not stretched too thin to give it what it deserves. But I feel like the demand for women's wrestling is there. So why not in that sense, at least attempt to service the fans. And I think the storylines they are attempting to serve are just boring. They're they're I'm, I'm, I, Hey, at least I'm happy. We got a, a Becky and Trish feud that doesn't include a title. That's cool. And, That's true. But my thing is that where's Lita? Like, I- yeah. Like, like what just had, she just got hurt that one time and she's never coming and back. She's like, gone? It- like, I'm so confused. It- like, what that We're here gives because is, of you. No, legit. What that gives is that like 
Lita, I think in that sense, Lita might come back to do like a, a Z- Zoe Stark and Trish versus Lita and Becky, like one old school, one new school type type beat. Uh, that's what that gives. But I, I seen a lot of the criticisms of Lita and why people were like happy she was gone or whatever. They just felt like she wasn't in ring shape or whatever. I'm like, dude, like, can we remember the style of wrestling she did? The girls popping off moonsaults every night. Like, we're not getting that every night anymore. We can't. I mean, I can't agree to the fact of her not being in ring shape. She wasn't. Agree to the fact of her style of wrestling is completely different from what it is today. Like, these women now are more athletic. They're doing a lot more things that Lita and Trish couldn't do. Couldn't do. Or was not allowed to. Allowed to. Yeah. So, even, and I said it, like, at WrestleMania, and I'm just like, Okay, Lita's good and everybody like she's a legend in her own right. But and this is for Trish too. For me, yeah, they they were the first women to main event on Monday Night Raw, um, or SmackDown, whatever one it was. Um, but at the same time, it's just like one, I wasn't really watching it around yeah. the time, like towards the end of their towards the end of their retirement or whatever. But two, when I was watching it, it was cool in the beginning, but then I'm just like what is it exactly that makes him stand out to be called these legendary wrestlers? I think for them, it was just the time period in which they were in. And like, to be fair, I think they, like you said, they were only allowed to do certain things. They couldn't do too much. Like not, no, there's not going to be no lights out on sanction match. Like right. I remember when like Lita broke Trisha's nose or whatever, and she was bleeding and people thought that was like, ah, in 2004. And now we get like a Brit Baker and Thunder Rosa going through thumbtacks. Like it's just different. And I feel like the way that they came up learning wrestling is different versus a Becky and a Sasha. Like they weren't training like how men were training. It was very much, this is how WWE does women's wrestling versus Mm -hmm. now it's just like, here's just how you wrestle. Um, And like, I definitely think that um, while I think Trish is someone because of her fitness background is someone who, if she wanted to, she could catch up with the times if she felt like it, um, if she thought that would necessitate a better match. But I thought her and Becky's match at, uh, what was that? Uh, the last, um, Night of Ch- not Night of Champions. Yeah, Night of Champions. Mm-hmm. Night of Champions was good. Like, I thought no, the story was, was good. And I was like, wow, Trish looks great. Like, they had one botch, which fine. But, like, I thought she looked great. I thought they looked good. I love the Zoe Stark intro and all that stuff. So it's just like, I think at some point it is, nostalgia is something that's always going to be part of wrestling, but I don't think it should be relied on as heavily as it is. Like, I don't think, even though I've loved the storyline, I don't think it necessitated Trish coming out of retirement or Lita either. Like, I don't, I think we could have told this with somebody that's just a wrestler now. That's what what I'm saying. But at the same time, it's like, who, who will we have gotten for it to make? somewhat some type of sense for I, Becky because Becky technically has nobody. Her and Charlotte yeah. are not cool in real life. Yeah. Uh Bailey's off with Dakota in, in EO. I think Bailey's it's that sort out. of thing. Yeah. So it was just like who to pair with. So for yeah. them to pair with Lita and come back around and be like, you know, well last year these women had this feud, but you know, it's because of Lita, Becky became a wrestler and we know that backstory. Exactly. So it was it was cool, but I just felt like somewhere down the line it felt the storyline felt Flat. And it's Flat. like Becky is kind of carrying it all on her own now. Yeah. Like this is doing amazing heel work. And for sure. Yeah. I think even in that right, like the way I'm watching Trish Cut promos now, it still feels like very 2004. Yeah. I love her, but it feels like very just like, all right, you got to do better. You, it, It's good. It's good. 
Like you're getting the heat, but it's like very 2004 insult the crowd and that works for you and like whatever. And I think this is a bit of a blood feud now where they could do some sort of, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like where are the blood feuds at? Where are the feuds that like are just about pride and respect and, and, and things like that? Like you don't need a title. And I think they're trying to bring that back. And I do like that Trish is now like, let me team up with Zoe Stark. She's great. I think Zoe Stark has like the best finishing move in wrestling right now. That's the 360 shit. I'm like, Becky went over so smooth. I was like, it's like, effortless the way that she's flipping these girls backwards and then hitting them it's like a modified gts and yes it's like- it is a modified GT- gts and i'm like first of all i blinked so fast i'm like nah like i gotta see it again because right. what, that's what like, is that's, this that's literally one of my favorite finishers from any woman it's so good like, and I, I like the way that they aligned her with trish at at uh, uh night of champions and brought her out from other, like that was good work mm-hmm. and like the fact that they're both in money in the bank and now trish is fighting to get in money in the bank of like oh there's a storyline within a story like here we go like this is what we want within the story Um, this is the story we should have just told from the beginning yeah lita could have been part of it but like the way that lita just got written out and just like yeah she's done is like weird to me like i'm like are are we bringing her back around and that's why i'm like give the ball to Shawn michaels let him book women's division across everything and like even though he's doing great work with the men in nxt too because i think what he's done with braun breaker and carmelo hayes is like amazing but like let and grayson waller for that too he's good uh but like let him book the women because he gets it he gets it he knows what to do with them i Um, agree i definitely agree so when we talk about the women's storylines and women's division and things going moving onward and upward somewhat for some of these women what is your favorite storyline in wow right now and why I really, they do focus a lot on tags and I do like the, cause like, I feel like every other company has deprioritized women's tag and just tag mm-hmm. in general for the most part. So I do like the stories that kind of go around in the tag division, whether it's my, like, it's like everyone hates each other, but like <laughs> they're doing it systematically where it's still like heels and faces, heels versus faces. So it's like, you got Miami heat sweet and you've got uh sweet heat and you've got like the disciplinary and GI Jane, but you've got like the mother truckers and the Tonga twins. And like, they're all, they all hate each other, but they all like are fight infighting. It's just a lot of infighting. Mm-hmm. And I think like putting emphasis on so many tag matches is my favorite. Um, I think their champion right now is, um, Penelope Pink and I think she's trying to find her next challenger too uh in the singles division and I think that if I had any critique of wow it's maybe that is that I feel like the storylines themselves could be improved a little more like and that's where I think partnering with a bigger company would help is that y'all have the women that can wrestle y'all have uh these very formulate like formulate formulated tag teams and people the character work is good but now we just need better storylines to make it more um, something more for us to sink our teeth in and i think that's probably my only critique of wow is like let's build a little bit better of a storyline around some of these women and really zone in on who we want to zone in on like i like penelope pink she comes out cuts a promo almost every week on her matches before her matches and i like that a lot of the women cut promos before their matches so people get reintroduced to them but What's like, what's the bigger goal? What's the bigger story? Um, I feel like that part is missing. Like, what are, what are we all here for type type of thing? But for the most part, the tag team is where I'm in. Is like, everyone hates each other. We all know it. 
but they they're they're just gonna fight to the death to get to those tag team straps which i believe who has them right now miami sweet heat yeah. yeah they have and every every like it's on like an enemy of my enemy is also my, my enemy friend. type or like my friend, but this time it's like an enemy of my enemy is also my enemy. So everybody hates Miami Sweetie. The entire division hates this. And it's just like, who's going to take them down? And I like that too. It's just like, we all hate each other, but we all hate them more. We hate them more. So we want to team up to take them down. And then, then we're all going to fight after we take them exactly. Down. Like we'll get back to our feud once we get them out the way. And so I like that. that. I love, me too. I think that's a really good storyline. Like to be like, we all hate each other, but we hate them the most. I like that. I like the the fact that you're one, you're explaining this to me and breaking this down for me. So being that we started this episode, this episode one of this, you have to give me homework. Who are we going to talk about in the next? I know you sent me two. So I did. No. Okay. So for the next episode, we will be talking about the beast and the beast looks terrifying 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 she looks like scary terrifying but i love her so much is she samoan no i think this is just a black woman oh okay this is just a black woman <laughs> we love a black woman i'm just saying she just looks from looking at the tattoos and i think and she's stuff. just black um I think she's just black, but she might have some ties. I um we don't know. We're just here for no. her. Um uh, yeah, I don't know, but she is she is something, boy. She yeah. is something. <laughs> so my homework is to look at the the clips of the beast. Yes. Um and we'll move on from there. But what are your final thoughts on GI Jane? Like where do you see where do where do you want her to go after this? I think G.I. Jane's got to be like a top heel in the company. Like, I think like she's someone like I want to see her cut and drill sergeant promos. I want to see her. She did. She does this one move. I don't know if it's her signature or not. Well, she will like beat someone down and then do a one arm push up on them. While yes, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> a push up on her neck. I, no, legit. I want a compilation of that on the Internet. That's going viral. Like, I just want her to be at the top of the card, be a big, bad heel get that championship, do a nice, a nice run. Like, I don't want her to be a transition heel champion. I just want her to have a nice lengthy run with the belt and like dominate the division until we get to a point where we've got such a strong and over baby face to put them, put them over her. Like, I think she really is on the money. Her look is unique. She's unique. Um, I think like the character itself is something we haven't seen since Slaughter, obviously. And so it's like a nice callback, but it's like a remix version because you got this tall, bald head black woman doing it. And it's like so cool to see like a black woman in this like authoritarian position of power because you don't really see that in everyday life. Like it's rare. So to be able to have that, I want her at the top of the card. I do want her in the disciplinarian to have a breakup, but I want her to be the bad guy in the breakup. Like let the disciplinarian, she still won't get over as a baby face. It'll just... Let them break up and they have a little mini feud. G.I. Jane absolutely dominates her and her manager. And then she goes on a chase, chase down Penelope Pink for that for that title. That's what I want. And there you have it, y'all. So thank you. This is only episode one. We got so much more to cover. And wow, we have so much more stories. And I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it. I, I'm loving that the fact that it's an all-women's pay-per-view, pay-per-view lies, all-women's promotion. And maybe we need to bring back an all women's pay per view because I was at Evolution, and it was like <laughs> the best thing ever. Um, Listen, but yeah, we we definitely have more. Next up is the Beast. 
So y'all also let us know if you guys watch while which women that we should be talking about afterwards or what storylines or anything pertaining to wild you're a wild fan just let us know maybe we'll try to get some wild wrestlers on the show who knows but on that note it's your girl krista b with pablo the dawn and we are out of here we'll see you next time see you guys Thank you.